Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out in the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade. As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com slash energy audit. You're listening to the Huddle Up Podcast with Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Join Broncos Country's deep divers at milehighhuddle.com and sound off. And now it's time to drop some knowledge. Right, we are live, but we got to let it breathe, gang. Hold up just for a second. We got to bring on our, our Facebook crew, get the whole MHH family under one roof here, and uh, we can break some. Uh, figurative Broncos bread. Welcome in, everybody, to the Huddle Up podcast presented, as always, by Mile High Huddle and brought to you, sponsored by the actual Facebook supporters of Mile High Huddle. Go be a supporter. Become a supporter, gang. Zach, we've got the numbers really starting to climb over there, but we still need everyone who is dedicated listener, especially if you're one of the, the Facebook dedicated Facebook listeners, Go become a supporter. Click the big blue button. Get access to Kelberman's Corner, the Trickle Zone. Right now, it constitutes our premium video content and uh, podcasting content, so go check that out. But I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime. You know him. You love him. He is Zach Kelberman. Zach, we have now officially – I mean, last night, as we did the War Room mock draft, officially kicked off draft week, right? But today it felt more like it was legit draft week. The rumors were flying. I want to get into it, but before we get into some of the recent rumors – one of them, I guess, is technically – maybe not a rumor per se, but your story about the Broncos being tapped as a the best suitor to land Jordan Love. What was that all about? Because we got a lot of engagement on social media from that story. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that, and it's really funny. It's almost like a continuing inside joke between this show and Kelberman's Corner because on there, Kim Becker and I always joke around that every single quarterback that's alive and breathing will be linked to the Broncos in some capacity. You know, after Deshaun Watson, their quarterbacks coming in the draft, all these other guys, even Aaron Rodgers, now they're targeting Rodgers' teammate in Green Bay, Jordan Love, his you know, his future successor, a former first-round pick last year, he didn't play one snap in the pre- in the regular season, one snap in the postseason. He was inactive as Rodgers went on to win MVP, his third career MVP trophy, and Jordan Love is firmly on the bench. But FanDuel put out a list of the most likely landing spots for Jordan Love, and who was number one? Of course they were, the Denver Broncos. They thought it could be a good competition for Drew Locke. He's a young quarterback. You know, they, they're seeking a veteran. All that... The author of that article did was piggyback on what George Payton said in his pre-draft presser. That And what he said this entire offseason, we want competition. And because the national landscape, the national media, the mob, they see the Broncos. They see they don't have an established quarterback. They don't have a Mahomes. They don't have a Rodgers. So why not give them Jordan Love? 
Why not give them Teddy Bridgewater? Why not give them Garner Minshew? It doesn't matter, right? They want a quarterback. But that's the continuation of, once again, the national media or those penning these articles having no idea where the Broncos are going to look because I don't see them going after Jordan Love at all. I don't either. And I think you got to assume the Packers drafted the kid for a reason. It's the same regime. The regime has not changed uh, at the GM level. So, you know, look, Jordan Love, who knows? Maybe he ends up having a Aaron Rodgers-esque career arc where he sits behind a future Hall of Famer for three, four years, finally gets his, gets tapped, goes out within two, three years, wins a Super Bowl, becomes an MVP. Who knows? Maybe he's that next unicorn that, um, you know, manages to pull all those things off. I doubt it. But I still got to believe, Zach, that the, the Packers drafted him for a reason. And, you know, Rodgers is probably doing a better job at uh, staving off that young competition than his former mentor, so to speak, slash rival Brett Favre did. And it wasn't that Brett Favre started slipping on the field. It was more just about he kind of wore out the club because of his, you know, what was it? After like year 13, 14, Zach, Brett Favre every year, the whole offseason in Green Bay was consumed by, is Brett going to retire? And he would say, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm thinking about retiring. I'll let you all know soon. You know, and he would keep everyone on pins and needles. And then, yep, I'm back. And I think they just got sick of that and finally, you know, said, dude, just get out of here. What, they traded him to the Jets, right? Wasn't it a trade yeah. to the Jets? So who knows? We'll see. But they got You got to believe that Kevin, that uh, Kevin Love, that uh, Jordan Love, they, they drafted him for a reason. Great. Now I'm going to start saying that. Thanks, Chad. But yeah, I mean, he's definitely the successor waiting in the wings, the quarterback of the future. But the thing is, and I've had Packers fans, by the way, in my mentions the entire day. I don't want to deal with that again, Chad. That's a rabid bunch out there in Green Bay. But he's as raw or raw-er, if that's a word, than Drew Locke. So if they already have a, a young raw quarterback that they're developing, why would you give up capital and take on his contract, which obviously includes a fifth-round option, but he's still going to be millions of dollars, why would you want to take that on when you already have that in lock? So it's either, again, for FanDuel, for PFF, for Bleacher Report, for all these national media outlets, these are the Broncos' choices for 2021. They can draft a Lance or a Fields, or they run it back with a combination of Locke and Bridgewater or Foles or Minshew or Brett Rippon. It really is as simple as that. By the way, guys, um, Zach and I remarked on this last night for the War Room. You know, we always enjoy the War Room Roundtable Mock Draft that we do each and every year with all the, the great pod hosts here at MHH. But we found ourselves enjoying last night's War Room, the way we formatted it, way much more. Let me let me use appropriate grammar than in years past. Unlike We're me. curious. Did it feel did it come off that way to you guys? Did you enjoy that format where instead of just going around the table and debating it on a clock, which is what we've done in years past, we did that pyramid where you got the, the the bottom rung, for lack of a better term, they select six six guys, and when you go on the clock, then the next uh, section, you know, they narrow that down to four, and then the next section makes the final pick of those four. Tell us in the in the chat whether or not you feel like we should continue doing it that way, because Zach, I felt like that was the that's the formula. Like we stumbled onto the formula for making it the most compelling, interesting, fun, good flow seven-round mock draft, which can be pedantic. You get into seven rounds, it can start, I think, if, you, if you're if you not careful um, as a show, really bogging down and getting into the weeds and becoming boring. But I think the way that was formatted, we were able to avoid that pitfall. 
Well, I really hope people like the format. I really hope people campaign for the format to remain. But I'm going to have to pull my executive card chat, even if they don't, because I had a lot of fun last night, and I want that format to continue. It made it engaging for me. Like you said, I'm all about the first round, the second round, the third round. But when you get to, like, pick 250, and you're talking about backup, 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 backup receivers or backup, backup cornerbacks, it gets a little bit of a lull for you and I and for some out there. So I'm going to keep going with that format if we can. I had a load of fun, Chad. I want to do that sometime again uh, very, very soon. Yes, Michaela, we are your football priests. (laughs) We are the priests of MHH. We're here to offer you the absolution and answers to your burning Broncos questions each and every night. And you know what? As we get closer or farther, I should say, into 2021 – you're going to start seeing more and more of us. I mean, Zach and I, we're live together four nights a week, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Plus, you're getting Zach on Sunday for Kelberman's Corner. And we have plans this year to start sprinkling more content, and you'll start seeing these faces more and more uh, when, when we roll out additional Facebook supporter content for a premium site on Facebook and our YouTube membership option, which is coming very, very soon. Trust on that. So, Love you, Michaela. Now, real quick, before we uh, turn the page and get into things, guys, I got a brand new shiny Mile High Huddle mug. All right, this is a this is a state of being mug. Broncos Country, as you can see there, Broncos Country is not a geographic location; it's a state of being. All right, what is this mug for? Well, I got one for myself, but you know what? I decided I'm going to give this away to a randomly selected super chatter tonight. All right, so. Get your super chat questions, comments in, and you will. The more entries you got in, all right, the more you increase your odds of getting this. I will mail this to you tomorrow. All right, Zach. Before we dive into the main content for tonight, we got to say hello. We got to say thank you to the presenting sponsor tonight's show, and also the the sponsor of MHH's entire off season programming, and that is, of course, Manscaped. Gang, the sun's coming out. I don't know if you're in the Rocky Mountain region as I am. Uh, You're getting a little bit of rain, and the temperature's kind of dipped the last day or two, but the sun's going to be out again very, very soon. We're almost to May. That means you got to have your guns out, right? Sun's out, guns out. There's nobody better to help you take your male grooming to the next level, to the appropriate level, than Manscaped, who've helped over 2 million men around the world elevate their male grooming. So if you let yourself go a little bit or you've been procrastinating your New Year's resolutions do so no longer. Allow Manscaped to help you capitalize on the opportunity to get better. This podcast brought to you by Manscaped. My fresh shave brought to you by Manscaped. I can attest I use this product as I'm holding right here, the Lawnmower 3.0. Still has a battery. It's crazy. I used this product probably an hour before the podcast this evening. Wanted to look good. I feel better about myself. Hopefully I'll be podcasting better tonight, Chad. You know, Manscaped allows you in that sense, no matter what kind of guy you are, no matter what kind of activity level, no matter what occupation, no matter what you're doing in this world, like Chad said, we're getting into spring now. Almost summertime this year is flying by. You want the weed whacker. You want the lawnmower. You want the toner. You even want the boxers. You even want the cologne. Every product from Manscaped, I'm not BSing anyone out there, is high quality, and it's accessible for any body type, any male type out there. I can't recommend it highly enough, Chad. I love Manscaped. So many different products, guys, and that lawnmower 3.0, skin-safe technology. It's got the light to illuminate your undercarriage, which can be hard to see sometimes. You're trying to bend over and get the job done. Lights that sector up so you can be quick, efficient, get her done. Plus, you can take it in the shower, and as Zach mentioned, the the charge lasts a long time. So go get yours, all right? If you go to manscaped.com, 
Use the code HUDDLE. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping, and your boys will thank you. That's right. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HUDDLE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com, and use the code HUDDLE. All right, a couple quick things, and then we'll dive right back in here. Follow us on Twitter, at HuddleUpPod, at MileHighHuddle. Our producer, uh, John K., MHH. You know him as Bonabees, the lovable teddy bear, but he will rip your face off, all right? We call him the beast for a reason. He's a sweetheart, but he's got an edge to him, all right? And you'll find this out if you follow him on Twitter, at John K., MHH. My partner in crime, Zach Kelberman, deputy editor of MileHighHuddle.com, at KelbermanNFL, and myself, at Chad and Jensen. Again, guys, check out Facebook to become a supporter. Big blue button. Hard to miss. All right. We haven't mentioned this for a while, but gang, make sure you're both liking and following the Huddle Up podcast page. Many of you who are on Facebook have figured out that you're used to maybe watching the show every single night from the uh, Superfan Facebook group, the MHH Superfan group. We stopped streaming there and are streaming now only to the Huddle Up pod page. So make sure you're liking and following that page. There's the link or just open up Facebook on your phone. Type in in the search, Huddle Up Podcast. You'll see it's not hard to miss. We're still giving away randomly swag gear to those who are both liking and following that page. And then check out the merch store, guys. We got some cool, cool designs coming out very soon. Our, our design guy, you can see the, the design behind us, uh, the video boxes, for lack of a better term, behind that Zach and I are in behind us. That background, you can see the Mile High Huddle logo and different things. The guy that designed that is working on some fresh designs that are just about ready. They're this close, and they're going to be hitting the merch store really soon. HuddleUpPod.com, get your swag on. And if you're not in a position to do those things, gang, it's all good. We're seriously just stoked to have you with us, truthfully. We do ask that you're at least subscribed, especially if you're on YouTube or if you're listening after on, on Apple or Spotify. Make sure you're subscribed. Like the video. Small thing you can do. We got couple hundred with us right now, Zach, on YouTube. we got another couple hundred on Facebook. If each one of you liked this video, guys, it would help us out so much in the algorithm to, to reach additional Broncos fans who right now are flying blind. They don't know this exists. They don't know necessarily that MHH is out there, that there's a community of Broncos fans, dedicated, knowledgeable, passionate, waiting to embrace them. If you like the video, it's going to help get this content in front of them. And we can weave them into the MHH embrace, okay? Three, hey, if you like what we're doing, all right, even if you disagree with us at times, at least you respect the effort, share this video out there. That's the litmus test. Help us continue to grow and reach new like-minded Broncos fans just like you. Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500, or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at woodhousebuickgmc.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC, we are professional grade. As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com energyaudit energy audit. 
Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade. All right, Zach, let me get your thoughts. John, have a couple of those supers queued up. I just want to grab this story, and then we'll dive right into the supers. All right, I checked in with um, my boy Cecil Lammy, all right, co-host of the 104.3 The Fan Show, Nick and Cecil, uh, to see what was going on with this particular rumor he was talking about on Twitter. And he gave me the lowdown. I, I wrote an article here, as you guys can see, on this very topic. But let me just jump to what Cecil said today. Quote, this is on Twitter, unless the buzz changes or strengthens, moving a spot or two sounds about right for the Broncos. From what I understand, they have talked with Carolina and Detroit, that's pick eight and pick seven, respectively, about the possibility. If the buzz that New England is going to make a power move for Justin Fields is true, then Denver might reconsider a move to pick four, five, or six, close quote. So, Zach. That's the scuttlebutt. Now, Thursday, George Payton claimed he had heard from teams behind the Broncos about looking to move up to to Denver's spot, but that he had not spoken to a GM about moving up himself. Do you think that has changed between thir- if you were to take if we're to take him at face value, which I don't. I, I of course I I've told you all along, guys, that I think he's playing a great game of poker. That is his, um, you know, he's keeping his tells close to the vest, hard to decipher what he's doing. But if we did take it at face value, Zach, do you think if Thursday he hadn't talked to anyone in front of the Broncos, has that changed? I'm sure being a good GM means you do the due diligence necessary for the the situation, what it calls for. And the situation holding the ninth pick and being in that kind of purgatory spot where a quarterback might not fall to you, you want to explore the teams Ah. in front of you and the teams behind Ah. you. He's admitted he's talked to Miami. I'm sure he's talked to the Patriots. But I don't think he's going to be scared or pressured or bullied into trading up for a quarterback just because New England wants Fields. If Fields is his guy, he might move up the spot. He might stay put and let him fall there. I don't think Peyton is going to be pressured to move up for anyone, though. So all due respect to Cecil Lammy, a trade to seven or eight is is a little more probable. I just don't see any way Peyton moves all the way up to four, surrenders that capital for a quarterback that might not even be there. What if the Niners take fields? And then what? They don't want Mac Jones. They might not want Trey Lance. So I still think his inclination, his first instinct, is to stay at nine and let the board fall where it does. If fields gets to seven, Let's say he might move up, but to go to four prematurely, I don't see any way that's happening. Agreed. And according to Benjamin Albright, who I'm going to cite on a separate matter here in just a few minutes, the Broncos have not talked to the Falcons yet about a possible trade up. All right. Combine that with what uh, Mike Cliss said on the fan today. He made an appearance. I want to say it was um, Luke Patterson grabbed this, brought this to my attention. I'll just quote the article as MHA was actually, hold on. Let me, that's not it. Hold up real quick. Let me find it. Uh, here it is. During a radio appearance, nine news, Mike Cliss intimated on Monday that he can foresee the Broncos trading up, but not beyond the yeah. seventh pick, which of course is held by Detroit. And then adding uh, to that intrigue, Albright later reported 
on Monday, today, that the Los Angeles Chargers, who currently hold pick 13, are rumored to be eyeing a trade-up with Detroit at pick seven because they want Penny Sewell. All right, They want that offensive tackle to protect Justin Herbert. So things are starting to clarify, right? The closer you get to the draft, things start moving. Uh, that demand, that panic, whatever, you know, the scouting departments at all these different teams, you know, they've submitted their boards, all right? All the meetings are done. All the evaluations are in. And now it's a matter of how do we navigate? How do we maneuver? How do we strategize the best possible outcome for our team? And if you're the Denver Broncos, and indeed, Zach, you covet a Justin Fields or you covet a Mac Jones, pick your quarterback, whatever. If that's true, though, you got to move soon because, look, I mean, yeah. the Chargers might usurp you at seven. Take that off the table as a possibility because they're looking at an offensive tackle. And then I want to say also, last thing, Zach, Albright reported today as well that the, – or not today. I think he reported a while back and then he retweeted it today. But he said Detroit, if the if the right quarterback is there at at uh, uh, seven, they're, they're not opposed to taking a, taking a quarterback. That's a good point because Goff is not the long-term answer, just like Stafford's not the long-term answer in L.A. now. I can see him going to seven. Uh, that's, I think, as aggressive as George Payton will be because, you know, like you mentioned, which is a good point, you have to think about and analyze the whole structure, the whole organization when you make these type of moves. And it's also a cost-benefit analysis, Chad. Moving to four would cost a first-round pick. Moving to seven might only cost a second-round pick. So to George Payton, those picks are gold. Those are invaluable. And I think he'll be guided and governed by that capital. I don't see them moving or being desperate or trying to get it in front of New England for a quarterback. If they are going to make that move, it's because George Payton and George Payton alone is convicted enough to go out and make it happen. Not because New England wants one, not because the Chargers might come up. But like you said, also, I saw a comment that said, why premature? They can make a trade right after the Niners pick. No, they can't. I mean, we're still days away. A team can swoop into Atlanta spot. They can swoop into Carolina spot. They can swoop into Detroit spot. If they are going to make a move, it has to happen relatively soon, Chad. They can't keep waiting any longer. Let's get to some of our very patient, great superstars like Michaela, the Duchess, the veritable Duchess of MHH. Hey, this is Broncos football is our true religion, right? That's what we're here to talk about. That's what keeps us going. So we're, we'll be your football priest. That's what we're here for, Michaela. So much love to you. Appreciate you. As always, she says, we are linked and the best suitors to land every QB in the NFL. Hashtag QB rotation. LOL, Zach, uh, to your point. It, it really shouldn't have to be said, but after the news today and Shanahan's press conference where he intimated that he's going to kill Jimmy Garoppolo by Sunday, can we just state unequivocally, Chad, absolute, absolute Absolutely. I can't believe I'm pronouncing that word. Absolutely. Hey, absolutely. Let's do it. Let's I can't absolutely. say it. I cringe too much. Positively not should they trade for Jimmy Dree. Just throwing it out there, PSA, no way, and H-E-double hockey sticks. Agreed. Jimmy G is old hat, and I don't mean that in terms of, like, you know, been there, done that for the Broncos. I mean in the sense that, you know, he's a, he's a pocket QB. He's a pocket statue. And those guys just aren't the soup du jour anymore. They're not the flavor of the day. You need a guy that can move. You need some some athleticism. I mean, look at Matt Ryan, great long-term QB for Atlanta. And I do think he's been a great QB for them. Like, is he going to end up in the Hall of Fame? Probably not because he didn't win that Super Bowl he got to. But nevertheless, you know what, maybe he will because 
this is a guy that's going to retire as Atlanta's all-time leading everything at quarterback. But he's a dying breed. Same with Joe Flacco. Peyton Manning was a dying breed. Uh, Jimmy G, very limited in what he can offer a team. Uh, so, in other words, you need to have – if you're going to be a pocket statue QB, if there, or if that's your skill set, Zach, you got to have either a combination of perfect conditions around you in terms of a great offensive line and skill guys around you and or one of those big football brains like Peyton had. And if you right. don't have those uh, components into that equation – you're not long for the NFL in today's NFL. It just doesn't work that way anymore. Yeah, door number three is be Peyton Manning or be Tom Brady, and that's not very plausible. And it's, yep. it's the same reason I don't want Mac Jones, I don't want Kyle Trask, because the pocket quarterback is like the you know the old dinosaur chat. It's extinct. You have to move to the new generation, the dual threat quarterbacks, and uh, whether it's Locke or another guy, I think the Broncos finally have that mindset. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. By the way, we do have, again, if you weren't with us at the top of the show, we're giving away a Mile High Huddle mug. This is a state of being mug, all right, our little catchphrase on there, uh, to a randomly selected Super Chat superstar from tonight's show. The more supers you have, that's more opportunity for you to be randomly selected. Casey, my goodness, my friend, it's been a while since I can even remember you being in the chat. And then here you are 
jumping in off the top rope with gusto with a massive super. Thank you, Casey. Seriously, my friend, thank you so much. Uh, make sure we're still connected on Twitter and just you, you, you blow our minds, dude. Hats off for real. Thank you. He says, hope is returning. Let him hate. Locke is in the lab. Hope one day to be on your pod. Hey, man, we can uh, we can talk about it. Just keep coming back. Keep familiar uh, familiarizing yourself. Both of us stumbling over our words tonight. <laughs> you too tonight. Um, with, the, with the community, all right? We One of the things that we wait for, it's not just, you know, who super chats the most or whatever when we choose to offer someone a, a spot on the show. It's people who are in the chat every night contributing to the community in the chat. We want the people who come on the show that we invite to be known by the chat. All right. We want people to care about who's on screen, not to say they don't care about you, Casey. Don't don't take what I'm saying wrong, but keep coming back. Be in the live chats. Keep contributing and we can definitely make that happen. But seriously, dude, thank you so much. I was going to say, regardless, Casey, you'll always hold a place with us for that type of generosity. And we appreciate it more than, you know, thank you for tuning in. We hope to get more of your questions. And if you have one tonight, please feel free to drop one in the chat. And by the way, it's an elite. Uh, list of names that are in the 100 plus club and you're in that now casey on individual super chat so appreciate you. you brother um we also got another great superstar ed keating in the house appreciate you brother he says i'm so ready for the draft got my my shirt all right dude where's the where's the selfie all right let us see the let him hate selfie all right uh he says he loves it thanks chad and zach Denver box for life state of being baby and let them hate. Let them hate. Appreciate you, Ed. Glad you like it, Ed. We appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, show us what your uh, what it looks like. All right. Let me see here. We got a very active chat. We got Corey H. in the house. Good to see you, brother. Appreciate you being back with us and for the support. He says, I missed everyone. I've been recovering from you know what. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, hey, the operative word here is recovering. So that's that's always great to hear. But I'm ready for this draft. As are we, Zach. Thursday night, Zach and I will be co-hosting our MHH first round watch party. We're going to be kicking it live with you guys starting at probably a little before the draft. So the the draft starts at 6 Mountain Time, 8 Eastern. And we're going to go live probably around 5.30 Mountain Time uh, to kind of get things lubed up, so to speak, things ready to go. Um, And then... We'll hear the bell at the top of the hour and the draft will start in earnest. So we hope that you all, Corey, you included, join us that night. We can't promise that Zach and I will be there for Friday night's watch party or Saturday's watch party. Maybe we'll pop in here and there, but we'll definitely be there for Thursday night. We'll know it's official when Goodell is getting mercilessly <laughs> booed off the stage in Cleveland, and I missed that last year. It brings a tear to my eye just thinking about it. But, Corey, uh, we, we, we're glad you're recovering from the word. We think that shall go unnamed. That's what you're talking about. We hope you have a nice draft experience. Let us know in the comments who you want the Broncos to draft. We all have our opinions. But, Chad, I saw a question earlier. They, they asked us, who do we pick last night? So maybe we should do a little quick rundown. All right, yeah. Let me uh, – I saved a picture. I did a screenshot so I wouldn't forget. Uh, let me see. Let me pull that up real quick. Because it was yeah. a hell, a hell of a haul. Yeah, let me let me night. see if I can share screen a window. I want the photo. There we go. Zach, tell me if you can make this out okay. Yeah, looks good. All right, so here's what we, here's what we came up with. And by the way, guys, go back and listen slash watch – the uh, war room episode, but here's the results of the episode. First round, there were no trades. We just made the picks as they came. 
Justin Fields was there at nine. All right. And the way we formatted this, you got the pyramid. So the guys on the bottom rung, they submitted six names. Here's who we think should be under consideration for pick nine. Zach and I were in the middle rung. All right. And then our job was to narrow that six down to four. And then from there, submit that up to uh, Nick and Eric, who made the final decision. And so Justin Fields, because he was there, he was one of the four names we submitted up the chain. And that's who Eric and Nick selected for your Denver Broncos at pick nine, followed by, I mean, these next two picks, the dream, in my opinion, if you get Jameen Davis, the linebacker from Kentucky with your second round pick, and then Richie Grant, the safety from Central Florida in the third, man, you're living high on the hog. Then you throw in Trey Sermon, running back from Ohio State in the fourth, Tommy Doyle, an offensive tackle to bolster the depth there uh, in the fifth, and then an edge rusher, Jonathan Cooper from Ohio State. Uh, I'm sure this is a guy that uh, will be near and dear to Draymond Jones' heart. And then Wap Fillier, the wide receiver uh, in round seven. Shamar Jean-Charles, the uh, corner uh, from Appalachian State. Slash <laughs> Look DB. at these and names. Then, I know. Rashad Wild Goose, the corner from Wisconsin. <laughs> so just to recap, we took two corners, a wide out, an edge, an offensive tackle, a running back, all right, a safety, a linebacker, and Justin Fields. You know, like I had mentioned on, on the pod last night, we got every player there around later than they're projected to go, Chad. I mean, the, st- the value we're getting, Jameen Davis, Richard Grant, even Trey Sermon in the fourth, that's a projected third-round pick. Tommy Doyle is a projected mid-round pick. You're getting him in the later rounds. I mean, you would, we addressed, I should, I should say we, every single need on the Broncos roster, and we did so with some of the most colorful and creative first names you will ever see, ever, in any mock. Most definitely. Jake King, thank you, brother. Appreciate you. He says, uh, counting down the minutes. Hope everyone had a good Monday, a good of a Monday as possible. Very, very kind, Jake. Appreciate you, brother. Um, And yes, Jason, it is a sick mug. We believe it is a badass mug. And guys, you know what? If you're a superstar and you're not the one that is selected at the end for this giveaway, let not your heart be troubled. They're there for the taking at the merch store. Go to huddleuppod.com. You can order one, have it delivered right to your door. All right. Uh, Boggins in the house. Appreciate you, bro. What's up? Uh, what's up, all you lock lovers and lock haters? Yeah. The the camps have been split right down the middle. It feels like I'm sure it's not quite 50 50. I would guess that it's probably more 70 30, mm, 65 35 in favor of. Well, what would you say in favor of lock versus in favor of taking a cue in the top 10? I was going to say 98 and 2. 98 lock haters and 2% lock lovers. That's what it seems like anyway on social media. But Boggins had a better comment here. Uh, hashtag WAP Wild Goose as the Broncos' new OC. That's it. Take my money. Sign me up. Go fund me. Let's make it happen. Let's get Pat Shermer out of the building in favor of WAP. Sorry. That's a good one. Uh, Miller707 champ in the house. Good to see you. Um, he says, what's up, Bronco fam? Sorry, I've been missing in action. I've been going through some hard times. But I watch every episode, and I'll always support the MHH fam. You all rock. Denver Broncos for life. Stay positive and strong. Yeah, that's good uh, self-talk. Let me tell you something. Self-talk is important, all right? You got to you gotta uh, fake it till you make it, all right? That's right. And that in any aspect of your life, whether it's personal, you know, your relationships, your family, your job, your friends, your whatever, career, fake it till you make it. You got to stay positive. So keep that self-talk. Um, I, I read a story not too long ago, actually, Zach, and this was confirming something my uh, my aunt told me as a as a young teen. You know, because when you're a teenager, you're apathetic and like everything sucks, and 
I know everything and I'm 10 foot tall and bulletproof. And uh, she told me that, you know what? I feel attacked right now. She said, (laughs) she says, Chad, just smile. She says, if you smile, doesn't matter how you're feeling. If you just force yourself to smile more often, uh, it kind of tricks your brain into being happy, being that way. So if you're feeling down in the dumps or things aren't going great, still force yourself to smile. And you might have to practice in the mirror. All right. But just do it. And I'm telling you, it has an effect on what's going on between the years. Trust on that. So Miller 707, sorry to hear things haven't been great, but we're glad to hear that you're staying positive and strong. Thoughts are things, and positive begets positive. If you put positivity out there, you're going to get positivity. Shad and I both believe in that, and Miller 707, we wish you nothing but the best. We hope nothing but good things are coming your way. And let us know if you hit a a rough time, anything we can do personally to help that out. Uh, John, I'm going to grab Chill Wills here and then Albert Knoppers real quick. Um, Chill, yeah, of course we support Perna. You guys, if you don't know, Perna's an OG MHHer. Perna was a founding staffer when, when Mile High Huddle started back in 2014. Brandon Perna was one of the founding staff uh, members of Mile High Huddle. And he created our video content while he was doing That's Good Sports, while he was doing That's Good Broncos for several years, the first two or three years, I want to say, that MHH was in existence before YouTube, what he was doing on YouTube got to be so big for him that that had to be his full-time focus. And Hats off to him. So Brandon's a good friend of mine, of ours. And so any chance I can, uh, I can get to support Brandon, I'm going to do that. So much love to, uh, to Perna and That's Good Sports. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. 
They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Albert Knoppers, one of our great super, I'll say uh, Facebook super supporters, all right? He has a question, Zach, and this was on the table last night in our war room. If there is no QB at nine, would you take Pitts? No, I'm trading that pick for a ransom, probably to Dallas at number 10. They want, you know, Jerry Jones is said to be infatuated with Pitts. The Broncos, nor the Cowboys for that matter, have no use for him as transformative and generational and talented as he might be. They don't need a pass catcher. It's the one position, Chad, they don't need. They invested first rounders in receivers and tight ends. They signed Melvin Gordon for $8.5 million. How about investing in a quarterback offensive line or the defense? That's the way to go in the draft. Transformative. I can't, I can't go there. Is Kyle Pitts going to transform an That's what they're saying. I don't, I don't agree with it, but that's, that's the word they're using. Maybe if he lands in the right situation, like I'm talking to Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees hang, hung up his cleats, but an established prolific passer that knows how, uh, you know, knows how the uh, sausage is made and you're just plugging him in, let's go. Maybe that could help transform an offense. So to speak. like if you were to take Kyle Pitts and even if it's Drew Locke or if it ends up, I know this wouldn't be the case, but you can't take Kyle Pitts and a Justin Fields if you're the Broncos. But just as, as an example, whether it were Drew or, you know, put in a different young quarterback that's still learning on the job, so to speak, still kind of getting to know everybody on the team, still trying to, like, fit all the pieces together. I'm telling you, even if Noah Fant isn't on the Broncos roster, I don't see Kyle Pitts coming in, transforming the Denver Broncos. You know, if, if he were there, if the Broncos were to, like, trade back or if he were there in the second round, which he wouldn't be, maybe. But, dude – and I understand like Nick's argument about Kyle Pitts last night when he was on the board at pick nine, which, you know, he was one of the four names you and I submitted up to the final consideration. We were like, look, we won't look the gift horse in the mouth. Fine. Put Kyle Pitts up there along with Justin Fields. I understand his argument on Kyle Pitts that I don't care how many Noah fans you have or Albert O's you have. You also need a Kyle Pitts if you can get him. I just, I think you got bigger fish to fry. You got bigger problems or issues or holes or whatever on your roster that need your attention in the first round than adding yet another pass catcher. How many premium round pass catchers do you need, Denver Broncos? And also, you know, you do that, you say bye-bye to Cortland Sutton, more than likely he's entering a walk here. You might say bye-bye to Noah Fan, who's never been properly used. And I think this comment, before we get to the Super Chat, from Charlie Beagle, I mean, I can do a mic drop right now. Shermer will find a way to ignore him like he ignored Noah Fan and every other player, skill player on the Broncos offense last year. So adding a player that could be transformative or generational to this current outfit isn't really conducive to 2021 success. All right, we got this uh, super chat from Sam CZ1784. Thank you for that generosity, Sam. Yeah, thank you. Um, welcome. Connect with us on uh, Twitter. What up, Chad and Zach? How likely is it that you think the Broncos trade Deshaun Hamilton? We're pretty stacked at wide receiver. Thank you. If so, perhaps a draft day trade? Go Drew Locke. Let him hate. Go Broncos. Yeah, dude, uh, there was a rumor. I'm trying to remember who sparked this. Was it Woody Page? No. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that, Zach, that uh, the Broncos have gotten a few calls on the topic of Deshaun Hamilton. 
And um, up to this point, of course, you know, no trade has been consummated, but the, the feeling is he could be dealt on draft day. What's your answer here for Sam? If so, is he a per, is he going to be a draft day trade? I think he will, and I think he'll be part of a package deal. The Broncos might want to move up in the draft, maybe the second, third round. I think he'll be thrown in there uh, instead of giving away a mid-round pick. And I'm all for that. You know, They have as many receivers as they can handle right now. Even uh, Tyree Cleveland looked good last year. You still have Tim Patrick. Obviously, Cortland Sutton's coming back. He'll probably draft a receiver in the late rounds. And Deshaun Hamilton, to me, does nothing. He's a jag of jags, and the Broncos can get anything for him. Be it a fifth, sixth round pick, I think they'll do that. Yeah, Dave. So here's the thing. We will be doing a Mile High Huddle State of Being Mug giveaway for our Facebook supporters this coming Sunday during Kelberman's Corner. But you got to be in the chat. So we'll hopefully we'll see you then. Okay. Um, Burn the guitarist, our friend Zach. We got him booked to come on the show in the very near future. We've, we're looking forward to that. Zach, thank you. As always, bro. Hey, guys, looking forward to the next three months of debate on whether or not the Broncos made the right yeah. decision on Thursday. Yeah, man, that's the thing is right now there's been this pre-draft fatigue in Broncos country. We see it in traffic. We see it in, you know, for modestly in pod downloads, video views. We haven't really felt it on the video side on YouTube, but like on the reading the articles and stuff, fans are – there's a little bit of a fatigue because there's been so – such a long ramp up to the actual event itself, speculation – you know, it's every which way but loose. And Broncos fans are ready to sink their teeth into what the actual result is. But that's not where this thing ends. Zach, once the picks are in, then we, as Zach points out here, we get to break down not just were, were they the right moves, how do they fit, what to expect, all that stuff until we get to, you know, training camp. And that'll be here sooner than you might think. If the Broncos don't take a quarterback at nine or in the first round, I'm putting the over-under on George Payton should be fired at about 30 before training camp even gets here, Chad. And I can't wait to debate the merits of that because uh, they pass on a quarterback. But regardless, there's going to be a sect of the fan base, a sect of the media that's not happy with the Broncos pick wherever they go. We have faith Peyton will have a home run draft like he had a home run offseason for the most part. But there's always going to be controversy, Chad, and – in this business, I'm looking forward to debating it. I'll be honest. Todd, you know our policy here. All right, we try to be as democratic as possible as time allows with regard to super chat questions and comments and non-super chat questions and comments, but there's only so many minutes in a in a show, all right? And what comes first for us is getting to the superstars. So if you want to guarantee that we get your question, your comment, whatever it might be, super chat, dude. That's just the way this works now. This is just... I mean, we only have an hour to an hour and 15 minutes tops to get to all the super chats that come in. And we don't want to leave any superstar out in the cold. And sometimes if you get a question in that's not a super chat, we got to pass it by to get to the super chat that's that's been waiting, showing the love on on uh, YouTube. So we do appreciate you, Todd. Don't don't get it twisted. We're grateful to have you in the community. We're grateful to have you listening and watching and contributing to the conversation every night. This is just my advice to you. If you want to guarantee you get on this sucker. You want to, our attention, you want to make sure we we address your question. 99 cent super chat, dude. We'll see it. All right. Guaranteed to be seen and addressed. Robot of Doom, you bring up a very salient point. We have been um, figuring out how to strategize improving our Twitch presence. I don't even know what a raid means. So forgive me, dude. I feel like the, the old boomer right now that's like trying to decipher, you know, his grandson's text. All right. 
But he says, if I'm ever live on Twitch, when you guys go live, I'll send a raid to the channel so that you guys can gain more followers. We appreciate it, man. You know, we, we're we're missing one thing. I, I just, was just on Twitch the other day, and there's one box missing to have this, the channel fully monetized on Twitch, Zach. And what it is, we got to have at least five people on Twitch commenting during a live stream. So mm-hmm. if you guys are on Twitch or if you're a, if you're a Twitcher but you mostly watch the show on YouTube, hey, man, just dip on over there real quick. Throw in some chats, throw in some questions, throw in some comments on Twitch. Might help us get there. But thank you, Robot of Doom. Appreciate you, Doc. I think I'm getting old because when you used to raid a channel or raid a website, it wasn't a good thing. It, it was right. a DDoS or a bad thing. So I think uh, I'm right there with you, Chad, in the old man camp. BNS, what up, priests and beasts? You guys are the best. Thank you, brother. My confession, I can't wait to serve up more crow pie when Drew balls out this season. Hashtag all pro bulls. Hashtag MHH is the best. Hey, man, at least in our case, with regard to the Drew Locke topic, you know, we'll be enjoying with you watching others eat that crow instead of us having to pile on a bunch of sriracha to eat that Garrett Bowles crow as we had to do last year. I'll have my apron on. I'll have my pie <laughs> slicer. Go. I'll have my chef's hat on. I'll go all stereotypical, Chad. I'm serving that crow pie up if and when Drew Locke does ball out because it's been a rough three seasons now for Drew and for people that defended him like you and I. And uh, if we get some vindication, if we should be so fortunate, I'm going to be pretty obnoxious. Just a warning. All right, Mr. Boggins. Appreciate you, bro. Stonewall Patton will never spill the beans. I agree. I agree. And I've complimented George Payton on his poker uh, game for many weeks now. And that's why, again, Follow the, you know, it's like that game of, I don't even know what you call it, right? I'm trying to think of a movie maybe. If you if you ever saw the most recent Robin Hood, no, it might not have been the most recent Robin Hood. Robin Hood with Russell Crowe, where he plays Robin Hood. There's a game, right? You got three cups and a little bean. And under each cup, uh, under two cups, there's a bean. Under one, there's none. And then he, they move it around like this. And then you have to try and follow which one it is. I don't, I don't know, know what that's that called. All right. But nevertheless, that's kind of what we're trying to do. You know, the cup that doesn't have a bean that you're trying to guess or whatever, right? Uh, maybe it's the other way around. One has the bean, the other two don't. But either way, the one you're trying to follow with your eye, you know, that's what the Broncos are ultimately going to do or what they're intending to do. And so the other ones that are getting in the way and you're having to decipher if those are the ones or not, that's, in my opinion, Zach, George Payton going to the pro day of Justin Fields and then going again. That's George Payton going to the pro day of Trey Lance and then going again. That's Drew, That's George Payton not going right. to Mac Jones's. That's the one thing that makes me go, look, you got Cliss saying Mac Jones. You've had Woody Page saying Mac Jones for months. Maybe it is Mac Jones if they're going to take a cue. But nevertheless, he has been really good uh, with his poker game. He has. And according to Boggins, it's called Hide the Bean. And my mind's going elsewhere right now. But I love that game, <laughs> chat so, so much. And I've always been priding myself on being good at that. But to your point, Peyton has done the best. I wouldn't even say disinformation campaign. There's nothing disinformation about it, Chad. This is all him telling you what he wants to do. He's being hey, get blo- your minds out of the gutter, Mile High Huddle. Okay, he's, he's being honest about it. I mean, he's telling you where he wants to go. He's, he even cited what he did in Minnesota, his philosophy there. So if you follow the bean, I think you'll be led on the right track because he's not being deceitful. It's right underneath the cup, and he's been moving the cup in front of you guys for three, four months now. Michaela, thank you again. Thank you so much. She says, I am for moving up. If it messes up the Patriots 
plans. Yeah, I mean, the last thing we need is is Bill Belichick to get his hands back on another generational quarterback to just dominate the NFL for another 10 or 15 years. By the way, guys, the time soon comes. We're going to be randomly giving away this state of being mugged to a super chatter. And Michaela, she's got two uh, in the in the hat. I can see that Casey – do you have Casey? Throw him up there real quick, John, if you got him. If not, my chat's still a little bit behind. I'm not to him yet, but there's still time yet, gang. Um, Andy – Appreciate you, my friend. Good to see you. He says, evening, guys. I loved the roundtable last night. If no trades are made at all, what positions do you hope the Broncos draft in the first three rounds? I'd hope for tackle, linebacker, and defensive back. Hashtag draft fatigue is real. Um, there's a, I'll tell you, linebacker, corner, offensive tackle. And to me, if, if you put me into the corner and said, no, you know, gun to the head, make a priority list. I'd probably go linebacker. Sorry, I'd go corner, linebacker. I'd go corner, tackle, linebacker. That's probably what I do priority wise based on positional value, too. Because, you know, unless it's the Patrick Willis, second coming of Patrick Willis, you don't want to take a linebacker in the first if you can avoid it. Now, maybe Micah Parsons is that guy, but nevertheless, that's how I would see it. Uh, to Michaela's point, real quick, her last comment. I'm all for screwing with the Patriots, but it's not going to be my sole motivation to move up. I'm not going to make a trade solely because to get in front of New England or screw them out of a quarterback. But it's funny, Chad, on on our mock last night, who do the Patriots land at number 15? Kyle Pitts. So a generational guy fell into their laps either way. And I don't the question's not in front of us, but I believe it was prioritizing the positions the Broncos might draft in order uh, on Thursday or going forward Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm right there with you. I think linebacker, non-quarterback has to be a linebacker in round one, either Parsons, JOK, Collins, Jameen Davis, whoever. Then I go uh, maybe cornerback, you need help there, and then tackle. I think those three positions can be interchanged, but if you're looking for an order, uh, that's the way I would go. Wow, Casey. Wow. Seriously, what little hair I have left, dude, you have officially blown it back. Thank you, dude. There's, I mean, sometimes we just get speechless. We run out of words to convey our gratitude. It really is very meaningful, that level of support monetarily as a superstar. It keeps this content coming, all right? So even those who maybe aren't in a position to super chat, uh, and like we say at the top of each show, hey, if you're not in a position to do those things, it's all good. We're just stoked to have you with us. But guys like Casey, Michaela, uh, you know, Base Gase, uh, Andy, everyone that's super chatted just tonight, they're keeping that party. They're keeping the lights on for everybody else in terms of guaranteeing we have the means to keep bringing you this content daily, not just seven nights a week, right? It's every, uh, literally every day, six to seven mountain time where you got a mile high huddle live stream podcast, but dedicating and investing more and more of our creative, uh, energies into, that type of content for you guys, new shows, new offerings, new things. So Casey, thank you, bro. He says, let's say Denver gets a quarterback. As much as I want to see Locke succeed, what market or value could Denver receive in return for Locke? So via a trade. And what does that say about the moves Peyton is doing? I really like how fast he has, how fast he made the changes you all wanted outside of Lindsay. Indeed. Uh, What's your answer though for Casey? Well, first of all, Casey, your generosity is amazing, and it's very ironic considering your last name, how generous you really are. 
what market or trade value could Denver receive in, in return for Locke, and what does that say about the moves Patton is doing? I, I think he'd obviously he'd only trade Locke if he has another quarterback waiting in the wings. So if he drafts Lance, let's say, or Field specifically, a pro-ready day one kind of guy, uh, you don't need Drew Locke. If you if you would have picked up like a Stafford or a Deshaun Watson, you wouldn't need Drew Locke. So if they move him, it's so it's it's not a one for one. It's because they have their new guy coming in. It's not going to be both of them in terms of his value. Uh, it's tough because he has experience. You know, he's still young. He could be molded by a better coaching staff. I don't know that more. They can get more than a fourth for him. Maybe a third, fourth. Could you really go higher for a quarterback of Drew Locke's potential, not of his uh, of his bona fides? You know, I think it depends. But if you're if the phone's ringing on Deshaun Hamilton, and it's for you know even a conditional seventh round pick, I got to assume at bottom you could probably turn Drew Locke for a fourth round pick, maybe better, just depending on you know does this team that's calling how desperate how desperately do they love or or want Drew tops I could possibly see, and it's probably a little outside the the bounds of the plausible right now would be a third round pick, but I would say probably somewhere fourth or fifth round pick in terms of, you know, the, the, the value, but see, you know, Drew hasn't lit the world on fire, but his potential is still there. And so there are going to be teams out there that were like, look, you know, we have this grade on him coming out. We think in our system, he could do X, Y, and Z. Thus we're going to be willing to part with, you know, whatever. It's like, you've heard Zach and I say many times, Casey, that, you know, we would have loved to have seen Drew Locke in a Kyle Shanahan offense because, I mean, I think that would have been a match made in football heaven. It hasn't been in the cards, obviously, and it wasn't meant to be. But nevertheless, all it takes, Zach, is that one team to truly say, no, 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 this is our plan. This is our guy. What are we willing to give up to ply him off Denver's hands? And that. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promotes surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. 
Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. It's when, you know, when demand uh, goes up like that and its supply is limited, that's when the cost can skyrocket. Economic yeah. law. Yeah, but, you know, for fans wanting to get more capital, you have to keep in mind, he wasn't a first-round pick. Like, even Josh Rosen went for a second. He was a first-rounder. Drew Locke was a mid-second-round pick. So if you can get a third for him, considering he hasn't been proven in the NFL yet, he hasn't been a franchise guy. He's been dealt a lot of criticism. He was the 33rd-ranked quarterback last year. So if they were to flip him for a third or fourth, I think that's a massive win for Peyton in that case. All right, John, uh, real quick. Um, we have, we need to grab uh, BG, Jeremy, Kathy, Team Yoke, uh, Team Joke. Ugh. I'm just say Christian, Base Gaze, Stay Vega, and then I'm, we're current with where I'm at. BG, another one of our OG Mount Rushmore superstars, still the individual record holder, Zach, for the biggest super chat of all time the biggest super chat, which was, I can remember because it's seared into my memory. Like, you know how bad things can uh, traumatize people in the worst way and give them PTSD. The opposite of true. Uh, the opposite is true where you remember some of the most, you know, just impressive and impactful moments, exciting moments in your life, whether it's, you know, you're, you're, you remember being in the delivery room when your kid is born or, you know, seeing it make that first hit in baseball or whatever. I'll always remember that super chat, BG. It blew our mind. So that's why I, I still remember. Four in one super chat. You to man. Here's to hoping, says Brian. Uh, we stay where we are and draft a great player and not something because I believe Locke is great, but I don't like the options of moving up for Fields or Lance. We will get a good player at pick nine, I, I think is what he meant to type there. But I – I missed some of the syntax there after a great player, but Zach, we basically share a brain with you on that BG. You know, we, we prefer to see the Broncos run it back one last year with Drew and use that first round pick on an impact player that can help Drew. And even if it's indirectly as a defensive player, help the Broncos win in 2021. You know, we do need a name for that though. You kind of got me thinking we need a name for a memory that triggers a positive reaction, not a negative one. So maybe PTSE, post-traumatic stress enjoyment could that be one you know i don't know hey (laughs) but anyway brian answer your question i'm right there with you they're pretty much guaranteed especially if mac jones goes number three as people are saying they're guaranteed to get either one of a quarterback a linebacker like parsons a tackle like sewell or slater all they have to do is stay put where they are so that's why i don't envision moving up to four maybe not even up to seven or eight There's no need for it. Why give up those darts that George Payton wants to hoard for himself? I don't see it. All right. We got one here from Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. And are you on Twitter? I'm trying to remember if we're connected, and I'm not sure. Absolutely. So if you're on Twitter, make sure you connect with Zach, myself, John, um, so we can not only keep the conversation going, but keep tabs, shout you out, tag you on, on Twitter after this show. 
I disagree that it needs to happen soon. See what number four does. And if it's not quarterback, you call Miami. So talking about it doesn't need to be a trade soon. See what the Falcons do at four. And if it's not a QB, you call Miami who hold pick six because the Bengals hold five. They're not taking a cue. If that fails and a team moved up, you grab Teddy Bridgewater. Zach, what's your thoughts on that strategy? I'm not a big Bridgewater fan, so I'm not crazy about drafting him or, I mean, uh, trading a draft pick for him. But that would be, I think, a better case scenario if you want Locke to start this year like you and I are in favor of. We don't necessarily want a first-round quarterback. So those are pretty much the two choices for Denver this year, Chad. It's either they draft Lance or Fields or they, they acquire a veteran to pair with Drew Locke. Either scenario I can get on board with, but I prefer door number two. I wouldn't like Bridgewater, but better than Gardner Minshew, better than Nick Foles, I guess. I don't know. It uh, turns out I have one of Dave's, but is this the one that I saw? Yeah, it is. But for whatever reason, John, I don't have Kathy Christian or the two from Base Gay. So I'll grab this one and you grab those ones. Dave, good to see you, bro. Appreciate you. Fellas, Locke needs to learn from Manscaped and protect the ball in 21. (laughs) Pronounced Vega. Okay, cool. Vega, Vega. You know what throws me off? The reason I mispronounce it because it's uh, if you remember the movie Pulp Fiction, right? Vincent Vega, they pronounce it Vega in in the movie as played by or portrayed by uh, John Travolta. But I had some uh, when I built a house, I had some tubing put in in my plumbing by a manufacturer that was pronounced Vega, and then it's always thrown me off ever since that. Just the whole pronunciation. But Dave, you the man, dude. Manscaped ball and the pronunciation of Vega in the same sentence. All right, moving on. Moving on, but we love you, Dave. Whoops, sorry, John. Hit Kathy up there again. Yeah, thank you. Kathy, it's been so great having you back. I know you kind of dipped out for a little while, and then you've been back in, and it's just been great having you back in. So love you. She says, I can't wait till Thursday. Love the MHH fam. We love you back, and I know uh, the community. I speak for everyone as well. I saw a really cool comment. I don't know. I think it was from Boggins who who suggested that every every listener uh, records the reaction to the Broncos top pick and then sends it to us, and we make a compilation. I think that's a really good idea. It got me mm. thinking of how excited everyone is for the draft, me included. I hope I'm not ruining my TV. I hope I'm pretty happy on Thursday night. Hey, Veach, thank you. This is this is what I'm talking about. We need the conversation, some conversation happening on Twitch to help us unlock this last. Um, whatever it is that, that they require. And then we can start doing more fun stuff for Twitch to make it worth our time. So thank you for uh, heeding our call to action. Um, John, do you got by chance Jokic? Jokic, frick, man, I always botch that name. Or based Gase. Um, if not, I'm going to mosey on and grab while you get them queued up. I even see Dylan Thomas, MTG on Twitch, doing it up. Appreciate you guys, man. I love it. Zach, it's so cool to to know that like when we say, hey, guys, here's what we need. Boom. The community answers just like that. I mean, whether it was, you know, the uh, the drive during the pandemic that we did last uh, last summer where we raised some coin to go towards fighting this this disease or when we had Graham on last week, Graham Glasgow and asking everyone, hey, let's do this. Let's raise some money for his foundation for the first start foundation and uh, we'll match it. They answer. Boom. Everyone answers. And look, I know for for a fact, First Step Foundation, they reached out to me personally after we made that. And this was a message to everyone. And I almost forgot because I wanted to make sure everyone saw this. They were so grateful. Seriously, like they were stunned. So grateful. 
message going out to everyone who contributed that they absolutely just were it was a slobber knocker. They couldn't believe that that generosity. So love you guys. Christian, if we draft Fields at nine, who would start week one? Fields. True luck. Mm-mm. I don't how I mean he's he's a pro ready. The only way they draft a quarterback and he doesn't start is they take Trey Lance, who probably needs a year. I mean, Fields is day one ready. You invest a top ten pick in the guy. Obviously, you don't have long term plans for a lock. So unless Fields fell on his face in the summer. I don't see any way he doesn't start week one. I don't know. I just think that if you hold on to Locke, so so my answer would be assuming you hold on to Locke. But if you you might deal him away if you draft Fields at nine. But nevertheless, I just think that it's going to be hard, even as talented as Fields is, to come in in a really quick turnaround and vanquish Drew Locke out of the gates like like it's nothing. I think it would be one of those things where he comes in, puts some heat on Drew, you know, raises the temperature. And then at the first sign of a falter, mid, you know, in season, whether it's two weeks in, you know, you go on a two-game losing streak, Drew, we're pulling you, in goes the rook. That's kind of how I would see it. But, guys, it would be as far as – I guess I shouldn't say unprecedented territory because it did happen in 2006 when the Broncos were coming off an AFC championship appearance and they drafted Jake Cutler in the first round. That's how I would foresee it happening because – Jake Plummer maintained his stranglehold. I mean, obviously, Drew didn't lead the Broncos to a freaking AFC championship game. I get that. But Plummer held on to his stranglehold for, you know, whatever it was, nine weeks or 12 weeks or so into the season. And then Jay Cutler eventually, you know, found his way into the lineup. Yeah, Chad, I have a comment here right for you, though, from Harold Richard. He says, hey, Chad, I commented earlier today, but tomorrow I'm getting a portrait tattoo of you on my forearm with MHH forever and text beneath it. It will be my first tattoo. Hashtag state of being Chad. Your reaction. Dude, that's crazy in the best way. I mean, that's very that's very flattering, very humbling. If that's true, Um send us a pic, dude. Send us a pic when you get that done and uh, we'll we'll give you some love But that. That would blow my mind, dude. I, I'm seriously, that blow my mind. Chad, you're hiding your reaction right now. You're doing backflips because he'll have a portrait on dude. his body of you. Dude, not me. No, he's not <laughs> talking about me. He's talking about MHH, right? Put it back up. Did I misread it? I think he said you. He's not getting a portrait of me. A portrait of you on my forearm. With MHH <laughs> he's joking, man, dude. He's, he ain't for real, dude. He's joking. Um, say that now. But if, hey, dude, if I'm wrong and you're for real, then. My dog, send us that pick. All right, we want to see that. Um, all right, John, how about base case? Do we got base case? There he is. Base case, you demand. We keep asking. Come on the show, dude. Reach out. Send us an email. I know you're not on Twitter, but send us an email, milehighhuddle at gmail.com. Let's set it up, dude. Will you guys leak draft picks during the watch along? Really excited for Thursday. We're going to try not to this year. We're going to really try not to. Sometimes things pop out of people's mouths. And, you know, because we're all geographically located in different places, we're not all in one studio, for for example, looking at one screen. Sometimes people might get a feed, a fraction of either a few seconds or even a few fractions of a second before everyone else. But what we're going to try and do this time, Zach, is keep it bottled up. And I'll, I'll kind of control the conversation as the host, kind of be the driver and and just make sure, all right, guys, you know, the pick is in. All right, here it is, and, and try not to let things leak. That way we maintain the um, – what's the right word? The the tension, the anticipation, and the not spoil it, the mystery. 
Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. As Robot points out, I did that last year in the first round. I said they would be taking Jerry Judy, and uh, so I won't be doing that this year. I'll be off Twitter during the draft, and I'll be reacting uh, in real time like all of you. Yep, that's our mission this time. John, there is another one. There he is. Thank you, brother. Uh, Base Gase, what's your draft setup? I'm not sure what you mean exactly by that. What do you think, John? Um, I'm going to take a look at it. Draft setup is all of the pod hosts will be on the show at various points. Maybe we'll all be on at the top. We can have as many as 10 guys on screen at one time with our, um, I think it's StreamYard Pro that we pay for. Rarely have we had to use that. I don't think we've ever had to use 10, but um, we can have as many as 10 of our guys on camera at a time on an individual stream. So we'll have the pod hosts. We'll have our uh, cap guy, Bob Morris, on at least once, make an appearance. We might have our uh, analytics guy, uh, Thomas Hall, come on for a little bit. Maybe we'll even invite on guys like Trevor Judge, you know, some of the superstars turned staffers like Kenneth Booker. Mike Evans. We'll try and make it a, as much of a family affair as possible. And how could you forget the beast, though? He'll be making an appearance. I'm, I'm oh, inviting yeah. him that for him. Saying. John's going to have to do some on-camera, dude. He will be on with us Thursday night. We're going to have a little segment from now on with the beast, the priest and the beast. All right. Um, I think I'm caught up for, for a second here, John. And we have crossed the one-hour mark. Uh, so let me see. I know there's one from – we got the queen and the hizzy. Let me see if I got access to that one. John, I don't. Do you have Christy? Um, let me just reboot. Guys, bear with me one second. Apologies for some, some dead air here. Um, John, well, actually, do this. Zach, shout out Franklin here while I do a quick search on the back end. Franklin, uh, on YouTube, not on Facebook, I thought he left uh, uh, stars for us, but uh, you're on YouTube. Thank you, Franklin. $5 super. We appreciate you. Uh, no question. If you have one, Franklin, drop one in. We'll get to it. We'll hopefully get to it in the next couple minutes before we dip out tonight. But, Chad, uh, Boggins wants to know who's going to Manscaped live. Noah. Hard yeah. pass on that. Wrong, wrong, uh, wrong, wrong channel. <laughs> yeah, wrong channel. Wrong dude. website. Wrong genre. <laughs> um, a couple more yeah. X's in there. Yeah, we'll pass on that one, but uh, we, lo- we love the funny boggins. So, uh, John just said he had a massive jump, so he's going to try and grab Christy. In the meantime, I'll uh, if I need to, John, I'll, I'll do it the old-fashioned way, and we can turn it into a banner. In fact, I'm just going to do that. Do you see uh, – here, here's Christy, all right? Everyone knows the queen of MHH. We love her. She's a legend. She's a living legend here at MHH, and uh, – I'm going to have to do this reverse engineer it, so to speak, because this, the chat, we can't, neither John nor myself can access her super chat. It's jumped us. So Christy, love you. Appreciate you. Good to see you. How are the girls? How are things? Hope it's uh, going great in your neck of the woods. She says, whomever they choose. Excellent grammar. I hope it works out and I'll always cheer them on regardless of uh, who ends up in orange and blue. Thank you, Christy. And it's a good point. You know, I was even thinking about this today, cruising around on my car. I'm like, you know, what are you going to do? How are you going to present? How are you going to posture if the Broncos either land a queue or trade up and grab one, whatever? And my answer, I didn't have to think too hard about it. Whoop, uh, Zach, it's simply a matter of, look, whoever the guy is, he's a Bronco. You know, he's a member of the family now. And from there, it's a matter of let's just see how, let's figure out how the, how the dominoes are going to fall. 
and what ultimately, as we get into OTAs, mini camp, uh, training camp, preseason, who's the best guy for the gig? And, right. you know, um, so I, I'm with you 100%, Christy. If they take a quarterback, you know, everyone's got to get behind that that player. I wish everyone in Broncos country adopted this mindset because it's fairly common sense. And I know people get in their stances and they get, and they form their camps and they dig in their, in the, in the sand, they draw their lines, but just root for the name on the front of the Jersey. It's not that hard. I didn't want case Keenum here. I rooted for him to do well. I didn't want Joe Flacco here. I rooted for him to do well. So it doesn't really matter if you want them, if you think they're good or not. Just root for them to do well. Put the best out there, like we said earlier, and we'll see what happens. And if he's not the answer, he's not the answer. The good thing about it is they're always going to have a shot. And with someone like George Payton running the show now, they're in good hands. So even if the quarterback situation goes south this year, we have to have confidence knowing that George Payton running the operation is going to get it right sooner than later. Calvin, good to see you, brother. Appreciate the super chat. He says, Broncos country, I view Micah Parsons as Isaiah Simmons last year. Uh, but an athlete like that in this defense, no more tight end nightmares. Hoping Caleb Farley falls to 40 as well. Yeah, that would be a dream, Calvin, to see him fall to 40. Um, but I know even in our War Room mock draft last night, he ended up going in the middle 20s, I want to say, uh, did Caleb Farley. But yeah, dude. I mean, Parsons would be great. I, Dude, as you guys know, Parsons is one of my top three or four guys to take for the Broncos at nine. Micah Parsons. I really like J.C. Horn. If Farley didn't have the injury concerns in the recent back surgery, he would be right there next to Parsons. You know, I'd be all about that offensive tackle, Parsons, corner. Um, you know, if it's not Penny Sewell, then um, who's your boy? I just The Northwestern Slater. kid, John. Huh? Slater. Slater. Yeah. And if you trade back, maybe a Derisaw. I like Parsons, but I don't know. It's going to be – it's hard to say what they're going to do. Like, Peyton's played this very, very well. I You would argue that maybe JOK is more like Isaiah Simmons because Simmons isn't a traditional three-down prototypical linebacker. He's that safety tweener, dimebacker type. So JOK can be – some people think he's a safety. Some people say linebacker. But he's a defensive weapon for someone like Vic Fangio. I wanted Simmons last year. It's unfortunate that VJ in Arizona got his hands on him. He's not being used correctly. They played him at one position, which is, I thought, crazy to me, instead of having him play at his natural spots. But I wouldn't mind any linebacker in the first round, whether it's Parsons at 9 or JOK at 15, for example. If they can fill that hole, I'll be happy. Freddie, appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Connect with us on Twitter. Appreciate the super. He says, let's get Justin Fields. Hey, we understand it. He's a very alluring, talented. I mean, he's bona fide Q. I like him more now as we've gotten closer to the draft than I did at the top of the draft or top of the draft season. Um, but I'm still a little leery that he's an Ohio State quarterback. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Like, I am superstitious. Charge it to the game. I'm just got to call it like I see it. I haven't seen an Ohio State guy make it in the league yet as a franchise cue. So that still concerns me about, about Justin Fields. Yeah, and I think ultimately another team is going to jump the Broncos in the top five or six, and it's going to be immaterial. They're going to be on the clock at number nine, probably picking a defensive player or trading down in that spot. That's just probably the realistic outcome on Thursday night. Uh, prosperity, man. I'm not sure what you're referring to here, John, or myself, or Zach. We're not sure – yeah, almost like a correction. Merchandise, sorry. 
I saw that? that. Yeah, I saw what he said. He uh, misspelled merch. He put mercy, but he he wants to know who he reach, reaches out to if he wants to submit a design, I believe. Oh, just send us a, an email, milehighhuddle at gmail.com. We'd love to see what you got, man. We're open to it. We've had uh, multiple people design things from the community. Christy designed one of our best-selling T-shirts last year. Um, Zachary Smouse, Z-Dub Designs, designed a shirt for us last year. And then as far as like our YouTube uh, video intros, dude that's designing those, Nimbus Productions, came out of the community as a as a super uh, super chat superstar. And then he reached out to us one day and he's like, hey, I've got some ideas that might work for maybe an intro, some video stuff. Would you be interested to check it out? And we're like, yeah, send it over, dude. And it turned out to be killer. So we we started using it, struck up a relationship. So that's not a promise to you. I mean, we can't tell you we're going to like it, right? We're not. But send it in and we'll we'll definitely check it out, bro. All right, we got a we got a really um we're at an hour ten, so we got a rap like rapid rapid fire because we still got to give away the mug. Michaela, love you. How will the draft be conducted this year? Is it virtual again, Zach? No, it's in person in Cleveland. There'll be people in the audience. I mean, they'll all be vaccinated. I think in the f- first couple rows, I think it is. But Goodell is going to be there. Players are going to be there. Teams are going to be there. This is the real deal because things are going back to normal, and I can't be happier. Same here. The doctor, the PhD, Chris L. Bush. And Chris, I just realized last week that we had been connected on Twitter all this time, and I was never tagging you on your Super Chats. Now I know how to tag you on Twitter. So appreciate you, bro. He says, let's go. Ready for some Broncos football. Well, hey, you know, Broncos football is still a ways out, but at least we get to sink our teeth into some developments, right? Some new acquisitions and, and draft picks. It comes fast, though, Chad. I mean, we're a few days away from May already. Where is this year going? It's going to be May soon, and then before we know it, OTAs and, and minicamp and training camp and then the preseason, and then falls here and re- the yep. regular season's here. So I'm super excited. BG again. Thank you, bro. Would you guys be disappointed if we drafted Mac Jones at nine? I rather that than move up for a QB thoughts. I'd rather neither. Would I be disappointed? Yes. I'd be disappointed. If it's Justin Fields, I'm just telling you guys the truth. I'd be disappointed if it's Trey Lance. Would I get behind the guy? Yeah. I still think it's in the team's best interest to run it back with Drew one last year. And we don't need to go down that rabbit hole of why we're late. I would be disappointed. But of all the cues to to take at nine, he's the last one you'd want to see, in my opinion, for the Broncos. Disappointed. I'd be heartbroken. I'd be just, I'd be, it'd be an abhorrent move for the Broncos and horrible pick for them in every way. Pairing Mac Jones, who is the lowest ceiling quarterback in this draft class. I don't care who you pair him with. And then you put him in Pat Shermer's offense and you pass up on other dual threat quarterbacks for a statue for a younger version of Joe Flacco who might have good processing power. He might be a heady quarterback. So is Brett Rippon. I want the explosive guy. I want the dual threat guy. I want the guy with arm talent. Mac Jones is neither of those things. By the way, Harold, I just came to your chat if you're for real, don't take my reaction as like, oh, you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying like the the notion that someone who would want to get anything remotely, you know, my image or even an MHH, it's just very flattering. Like it's very stunning. So you might be pulling our leg, but if you do do it, my dog, that's super OG status. All right. You send that in and we'll have a special place on the Mount Rushmore for you. Trust. All right. Trust. All right, guys, we really got to haul butt here. Um Franklin, we, we, we gave Franklin yeah. some props. Let's uh, – oh, he got a question. Stay at nine or trade back? Agreed. Uh, yeah, we're with you on that, dude. We're with you on that. 
Daniel, good to see you, brother. One thing for sure, if we have a QB competition, they'll have to earn it against our defense in camp. So whoever it is, get ready. Yeah, even last year, Zach, before the body started dropping in training camp, you know, um, Drew Locke, that was one of the problems where, you know, you had all those mitigating factors of no offseason, a new offensive coordinator, you know, no preseason, and then you're having to go up against that defense before while everyone was still healthy, and it just made it all the more – uh, difficult, but here's the key for Drew. Here's the key, though. You know, you got to go through the refiner's fire. Things like that either forge you into a sharp, you know, dangerous weapon, or you know, you burn out in the fire. And time will tell whether or not what effect that refiner's fire ultimately has on Drew Luck. Yeah, I think it'd be good for both quarterbacks. It'd be good for any offensive player to go against that defense every single day in practice. It will make the the offense as a whole better. But at this point of the offseason and in training camp, the offense is always behind the defense in terms of installation. The defense is always ahead. So I wouldn't glean too much. If it were to be a quarterback competition, let's say Fields versus Locke, what they do in practice against their own team doesn't really translate to what happens when they face outside opponents. Um, our friend Jeremy, aka Black Knight, on Twitch. I wonder if you can li- uh, live stream the draft on Twitch. I don't know, but we're not going to risk it. Last time uh, we did that first round last year, man, it hurt us. Um, we got a strike on Facebook. We're not doing that again because we're not a we're, look. We're we're sports coverage. Like we shouldn't be getting strikes uh, on any social media. That was my bad. I should have seen that coming. I should have realized that that was a big no-no. So we're not going to even risk it on Twitch either because we've been trying to cultivate Twitch for two years. And even though we only have a modest following there, we're not going to do anything that's going to jeopardize that. All right, last one, last super, no, one more and then Dale. This one and then Dale, and then we're going to announce the winner. John, Clay, eventing? I think it's eventing. Very generous, bro. Thank you for that super chat. And it's good to see you back in the chat, If I must say. Uh, also, Dale. Good to see you, bro. Just wanted to say I love the pod and hey, John. Hey, it's Mark Langley's burner. <laughs> yeah, Mark Langley and Willie, right? That's and Willie. That's right. All three are the same guy. All right, let me see here. Zach, real quick, I'm going to go do um, the randomly. I want to do it fair for the mug. So maybe grab a question or two. I'm going to pop off yep. screen and I'll be right back on, okay? Yeah, let me just look at uh, some of the questions here. Let me look at some of the comments. If you guys have a – it's weird to see myself full screen, but it's just temporary. Uh, Joining you on my birthday, uh, Swooshan, 300 FPS. Happy birthday to you. We hope to see you around more. Thank you for tuning in tonight. What else do we got here, guys? We're winding down. If you have a question, submit those. I'll look through them right now to take it. Uh, Before we dip out for the evening, I saw a funny comment that said Flacco made statues look fast which is true and hilarious. What else do we got here, though? Travis Bruley has a question. Well, fired in. Travis will try to get to it. Uh, Robot of Doom, any news on Deshaun Watson? Not that I've heard. I think they're letting that legal situation play out, and uh, he might end up on the exemplist this year. He might miss all of or some of 2021, but he's not an option for the Broncos any longer, nor any other team until that situation is cleared up. John Clay eventing, hopping back in. Thank you, John. He wants to know, would it be possible to hold the nine spot and get back into the bottom of the first round to grab Najee Smith? Cost to do that. I don't know if you mean Najee Harris, but uh, if you hold the nine spot, get back in the bottom of the first round, you're going to have to give up either, depending on how far you jump back up into the uh, the, the bottom of the first, either a future first or a second minimum, period. 
So it's going to be a pretty penny if the Broncos want to double dip. I think a more realistic scenario if they want to have two first round picks is to move back in round one and use the capital they get in that trade, be it a second round pick, a third round pick, or a combination of picks, and package those picks to move back up into round one. I think that could be a possibility. Boggins jumps in to say, whoever can't access the draft, just download the NFL app on your phone and it airs for free. That's Thursday evening at 6 o'clock Mountain. Appreciate you, Boggins, for that reminder. All right, guys. I've got the randomly selected winner of tonight's giveaway. And what are we giving away? We're giving away this Mile High Huddle State of Being mug. All right. And... I had to leave the screen so that I could do it fair and square with an online generator we use for these things. Here's the winner. Congrats to Kathy Lund. You are the randomly selected superstar from tonight's supers that gets the mug. So Kathy, either DM me on uh, Twitter or send us an email, milehighhuddle at gmail.com so that we can get, um, and I know you've ordered merch before, so I might be able to research and find your address, but oftentimes people move. We'd rather know for sure it's going to the right place. So reach out to us, send us uh, your your shipping address, and I'll put this bad boy in the uh, in the mail tomorrow and take it to UPS tomorrow. So thank you and congrats. And with that, yeah. guys, Zach, we got we got to get out of here. So uh, send us send us on out, and we'll see everybody on Wednesday. We're off tomorrow, but we'll be back Wednesday. Yes, be sure to follow our accounts. Be sure to follow Chad and Jensen. Be sure to follow Calberman NFL and John at John KMHH. As you see on the screen right there, subscribe, like, and share. It helps us out more than you know. It takes two seconds, and we really appreciate it. Hit up the Mile High Huddle, uh, Huddle Up Pod store at huddleuppod.com. Grab some merch. Grab a coffee mug like Chad just advertised. Grab a hat. Grab anything you see there. We'll be back, though, Wednesday evening. We're off tomorrow night for more Broncos podcasting. It's the last draft pre-draft podcast chat of this year a lot of rumors going to be flying maybe a trade by then even consummated we'll have it all for you wednesday night we'll see you then though six o'clock mountain eight o'clock eastern take care and as always go broncos broncos for breakfast tomorrow morning don't forget it 8 a.m see ya you've been listening to the huddle up podcast Join Broncos Country's deep divers at milehighhuddle.com to keep the conversation going. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. 
Joe Biden and his left-wing allies push boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They push girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal.